What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a fantastic day. It's so great to see all your smiling faces. Oh, it's a beautiful day outside, isn't it? This is a fake YouTube-style intro with fake energy. My name is Bogus Nuga. I'm so excited to have you here, and I'm joined by my co-host, Being Brute. What's up, Brute? What's going on with you? Hey, Bogus. Uh, everything is good. I'm feeling fantastic. and uh, i had a great week and i'm excited to be a part of this episode too and also i'm super elated that you are having this energy in this episode i hope that this energy continues god bless you yeah it's not going to continue there's no <laughs> way <laughs> we had to break the flow at some time yeah i almost lost like uh, 70% of my battery just trying to do that oh god Anyways, welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Thai Gap podcast. The most important thing of course, we get it out of the way right at the beginning, the whole yes. reason why we record these. We are talking about the socials and exactly. to start off the list, Instagram is at underscore Thai Gap. Then we have Twitter at Thai Gap. And then we have our email ID and it's mindthaigap at gmail.com. and we have this unwanted account which is a bonus that is the facebook account which is yes you know yeah you can just search thai yeah. app and you'll get it it's yeah. not a big deal yeah. but anyways bogus yeah let's bring back the energy as we are going into the forceful part of our episode mm. where we have to talk intelligently yeah the filler the filler part of the episode which generally goes for one and a half hours and we got so many complaints that we have to reduce to 1 hour 25 minutes which we have been doing since the season 2 yeah. starting yeah yeah we have shown a tremendous amount of change and improvement that i still it's questionable debatable but still mm. tremendous amount of change when we moved from the 1 hour 30 minutes to 1 hour 25 minutes segment mm. Mm. how do you feel bogus I feel um, excited, rejuvenated, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, lubricated. <laughs> mm-hmm, I mm. can't think of any other words. Yes, I feel a little gassy, but uh, that's mm. about it. Yeah, feelings have nothing to do with the outcome. Mm. We have to just grind it out. Mm. So tell me, bogus, something, anything. You can tell anything. There's been a trend, bro, over yeah. the years, mm-hmm. and I hated it. when it even started which is this prefix of the great indian something you know it's either great indian laughter show or laughter challenge or great indian shopping festival i watched that laughter challenge Didn't it wasn't feel, great it wasn't great it wasn't great indian yeah i went to that shopping festival yep it wasn't great again. it wasn't great indian anything yeah so this prefix i found did not really fit anything every time anyone says the great indian something you you should be prepared to be disappointed basically yeah those those are red flags for me too yeah whenever they say unnecessary i mean first of all great is used too loosely mm. so it's not just india mm. but anywhere if they say great yeah like oh great discounts or this is a great opportunity yeah you know whenever a recruiter comes and tells me that Oh this is a great opportunity with our company and I'm like mhm yeah already checked checked yep. out zoned out it's crossed I'm like garf <laughs> so that great isn't uh, it's used loosely and you shouldn't fall for it absolutely and these kind of valuable insights you can only get on the greatest podcast ever which is the thigat podcast that you're listening to right now follow subscribe and share the only thing that I really found the great or the great indian prefix to be matching is the mob the great mob 
the great mob or the great indian mob that's where it fits is the great mob related to the italian mafia no okay then i don't know about the great mob so the mob that i'm talking about is not as organized as mm-hmm. the italian mafia mm-hmm. and uh, has much worse fashion sense <laughs> if you can <laughs> what is fashion sense to do with it italians you know oh italians are great oh when compared to italians you're saying yeah yeah then it is much worse yeah yeah i, I don't think we should even compare to start off with absolutely so the reason why we're talking about the mob mm-hmm. is because Obviously if it's a thigh gap podcast we are going to talk about something that is not being addressed as much not openly spoken about but it needs to have a light shined on it and the mob is definitely one of those topics going into the 21st century a mob is something that none of us can escape you know previously we thought You're talking about mob as with a pandemic it is in a way mm-hmm. and previously we thought you know oh it's just uh, related to areas with high population density so urban areas in india or maybe china or i think whatever. you're running through this too fast no no i'm just break, saying break your flow what do you mean by a mob so a mob see i ask tough questions bogus no you just broke my flow oh okay <laughs> <That's it. laughs> a mob if for the purpose of this episode mm-hmm. you know the definition we're using for the mob is this unruly group of people where the very fact that there is anonymity is taken a huge advantage of undue advantage of and where people tend to surface their worst impulses their worst instincts uh, out onto the uh, scene basically good definition go back to your flow previously like like i said there was a time where the mob was only looked at in a physical sense mm mm-hmm. in the sense that india is so densely populated our default state is a mob <laughs> you know we are never not in a mob yeah we're always in a mob but well, it's largely peaceful it's just harmless. a gathering of harmless it's harmless mob gathering of people we're a bunch of harmless mob you go to a vegetable market we are in a mob you go to the railway station we are in a mob yeah. but we're all harmless it's all harmless it's all peace loving people so that's good that's the only way that's the only reason you know we're getting by yeah. every day but now when you talk about these mobs these unruly mobs that kind of become like a storm that destroys everything in its path if you are someone who has been in that situation or if you know someone right who has been in that situation if you ask them to describe what it's like then it's kind of like you know just before it rains how you you can smell that that mud that mud the earth the earth smell yeah one of the best smells ever yeah so you mm-hmm. but also you you feel that the atmosphere itself is slightly electric like imagine just before a lightning thunderstorm mm-hmm. you know the elements mm-hmm. kind of shift yeah they become aggressive they become aggressive and yeah. you feel this the potential for energy or potential for outburst mm-hmm. like something is going to happen mm-hmm. you know That's the only thing that happens in my house mm. when it's about to rain is they send me out to bring the clothes in. Yeah, that's the only thing that happens. So I don't know how that is. That's a peaceful act. That's a peaceful thing because yeah. you're indoors. Yeah, but the clothes are out. You you know, you try to dry the clothes and you mm. have to bring it back. Mm. And you do it before the first drop of the rain falls. Right. So there is that sense of urgency. Yeah. Right that you have to do this Wrap quick. Wrap up things. you have to rush yeah 
Similarly, if you're ever caught in a crowd, in a group of people, a large group of people where things go haywire, you know, like there's a there's violence breaking out or something like that. You're asking me that question? No, I'm just saying, if you're there. The closest that I could relate to a mob was when I went to this temple and there were about like 400 or 500 people mm. in about like 1,000 square feet. Mm-hmm trying to take a glimpse of, you know, the, the do the darshan and all. Yeah. And, you know, there is a stipulated time when the window opens, right? Where, you know, they open the doors and they show you the idol and all that. Yeah. You know, people were literally physically aggressive. I wouldn't say violent. Yeah. But they were so aggressive just to get about three inches closer or to have like a better glimpse yeah. of the idol. And I'm like, this is so unnecessary. Yeah, I've been in those situations as well. But... That's the closest I've been to like a mob experience. For the sake of our episode, we are talking about a much more escalated situation where, you know, violence. Like a a bigger temple? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Like go to Tirupati and see what happens there. Like, you know, violence is breaking out or there are some elements that are instigating things, you know. So if if I have to give examples, right, Hmm. for better understanding, 1984, after... uh, our Prime Minister Indira Gandhi was assassinated. Mm-hmm. The news spread very quickly that it was her guards mm-hmm. who were six, mm-hmm. you know, who'd assassinated her. Yeah. And immediately after that, word spread around and there started rioting. Uh, there were riots in the city in response to the shock mm-hmm. of the unexpected... Prime Minister's death. Yeah, just... Mm-hmm. And in Delhi, where mm-hmm. it started... The rioting immediately started targeting six. Yeah. Anyone mm-hmm. they could see. Mm. Right. And another situation was Gandhi's assassination. Mm-hmm. There were riots? Yeah, there were riots. So there was a violent follow up of the most non violent guy's death. I mean, he was so assassinated and, you know, father of the nation, etc. So. Yeah, so the followers should have taken like a non violent path, right? Oh, no, no. Different, <laughs> <laughs> different routes. <laughs> But uh, there was rioting and uh, Brahmins were targeted. What? Uh, on mass, yeah. This Seriously? Is not, this is not known. Um, I didn't know this. Recently in uh, US, mm-hmm. you know how the Black Lives Matter thing started? Yeah. As a protest against that's, yeah, that's someone's I saw. unjustified um, uh, police, police brutality, brutality. etc. Yeah. But that soon snowballed into whole another yeah. Everybody started raising their hands. And there was vandalism that happened, right? Oh, vandalism is like a I, cute way to describe the, it. The other know? thing that they I've seen... They destroyed. The other uh, civil unrest that yeah. I've seen was in Venezuela. I mean, Venezuela as a country is going through some horrible crisis. It was the collapse of uh, communism. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, even there, there was a huge riots and shortage of food. People just barging into things and picking up whatever they want and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, what happened even more recently in South Africa, where uh, the previous president was sent to jail for corruption charges. Mm -hmm. And because of that, uh, previous president's followers started um, agitations. Mm -hmm. And that soon snowballed into riots, um, people looting supermarkets, any place of business. Mm. They saw they were just looting the farms. They were looting, they were taking farm animals, you know. <laughs> and uh, this is where, you know, it came close quarters to the Indians mm. living there as well. As you may know, 
Indians are a, a, a minority population there, but wealthy population. Like whichever country we go, yeah, this a norm. So the looters started targeting residential areas as well, mm-hmm. and so the Indians had to resort to uh, use arms oh, to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. And in that exchange, you know, some lives were lost, mm. African lives, South African lives, and so that again invited another backlash against indians mm-hmm. that they killed you know us without mercy without this and that yeah and there's a huge thing even going on right now so basically i'm talking about these kind of situations where mobs break out mm-hmm. the primary reason for this episode you know why are we talking about physical mobs maybe you may be located in a place where this is not a problem for you but unfortunately in the 21st century, this is something you cannot escape. It is a phenomenon that is now going to be a part of our lives because for places that are highly densely populated, obviously the scope of a physical mob is always ever-present. But even for places with less population density, you have now what is what we're seeing is virtual mobs where yeah. internet, social media, it's just allowing people to congregate together quickly pass on you know messages quickly chinese whispers spread at a much faster pace and they're well protected and they're well protected and the mob hounds you trolls you doxes you you know and just harasses you uh, out of your job find, out of your livelihood i find virtual mobs to be a lot more potent or dangerous than like a physical mob okay why so the physical mob is restricted in terms of the area they can cover. Mm. For example, they can only create X amount of impact. Mm. Suppose, you know, 30 people start vandalizing. Mm. They can't vandalize any faster than their whole potential. I honestly feel that we don't need to make a comparison between the two as to which is more damaging because what happens in a physical mob Whoever that mob touches or negatively impacts, their lives are completely changed. The amount of lawlessness mm. that happens in these physical mobs, your lives, your the lives of your close ones are lost mm. or whatever, your life is just completely changed and that not only impacts you, possibly impacts your generations that come after you as well. Mm. You know, so in that sense, the impact is really huge. I don't disagree with whatever impact statement you gave for the Mm. virtual mobs, that is definitely a problem as well. But what I wanted to kind of bring together is that together these two are a big problem. Right. Any mob is a problem. And it's not something anyone in the world can avoid. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could say Bhutan is one of the least sparsely populated countries in the world. Highest happy index. Highest happy index. But even they cannot escape a virtual mob. So it's really important to talk about how these mobs behave, what makes them tick, you know, and maybe understanding this better enables someone to deal with it in a better way. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the whole thing. And it all comes down to human behavior and (laughs) crowd dynamics. Right. Like how I thought you are going to refer one of our old episodes. Oh, no, (laughs) no. Uh, no plugs this time oh shit so crowd dynamics which is have you noticed that whenever we are in crowds or in groups Mm. our overall intelligence 
degrades exponentially one of the examples that i've seen if i can give you which i've seen in live is i went to this ipl match uh, which was between uh, back in the day deccan chargers and rcb mm. and there was this brawl between about a total of 40 50 people mm-hmm. which started off in one stand okay which turned out where they had to empty the stand mm-hmm. because everybody joined in right. they just like i don't know they just joined in and they started like hurling abuses punching each other yeah. or you know throwing stuff at each other whatever they could grab their hands with, yeah. you know grab with their hands and i was like why and i can only imagine how it could be if it was a serious issue one of the truisms of life is that human stupidity you know is a force of nature <laughs> honestly if you seriously think We, about it yeah human stupidity is one enemy you do not want to have you cannot win you cannot I ever think we are we are the epitome of oxymorons right like we are the most intelligent species who think very hard to act stupid yeah right yeah and it only gets elevated when we are in a group <laughs> oh it gets much worse like the collective iq of the entire group just degrades if not exponentially then you know it like exp- uh, it is exponentially it's either that or is the fibonacci you know the, <laughs> this expression but it's not just iq it's also our baser animalistic instincts mm-hmm. find it much more easier to surface you know than our better uh, versions of ourselves when we are in large groups you know it becomes very tough to control mm-hmm. you know otherwise we would have scenarios like the roman colosseum mm-hmm. would be a bunch of people cheering on a poor guy you know who's making it in life yeah or you know a kid who's learning to run yeah. everyone is happy because a kids walking and now they're running and yeah. now they're doing gymnastics no there would be no thumbs down there would be no thumbs down yeah. no the roman colosseum is where people wanted blood yeah. they wanted gore they wanted guts they wanted blood to splash on their face in the gallery and that is like mass sadism that amount of bloodlust yeah. that was there it is not just unique to that time it is ingrained it yeah in people it exists even today and i honestly believe that it's just when we get in groups that sort of animalistic nature you know it rears its head whether it's a virtual group or a physical group mm-hmm. but what is causing it the one connecting thing you see is the absolute lack of accountability right where in a physical group also when there's a mob breaking out why do people enthusiastically sometimes join it it's because if they had to act individually they have accountability like people can point and say this guy is acting crazy yeah this guy hacked that guy to pieces right yeah. in front of me and he gets thrown in jail right done his life is done but when there's a mob that breaks out now it's all open season now no one knows who's responsible for this mess no one knows who to blame who to yeah. you know hold accountable so that is the advantage the you take the system fails yeah the that anonymity is the advantage you take and you just go haywire and that's what fuels this this mob similarly you know so work- you're saying let me stop you for a second mm-hmm. you've been going on for a long time you're saying that everybody like subconsciously is looking for an opportunity 
where all bets are off and they can just like burst out openly no not everybody but it's like a section of our population like section of people hmm. they are going to be like willing aggressors you know like they will start the whole aggression thing in a mob situation hmm. by themselves it could just be a few handful of people starting it hmm. and then there'll be the imitators or the mimics or the followers who will join in then there'll be the other section where in real life they would be cowards absolute cowards hmm. you know they would not be able to stand their ground hmm. they would not be able to fight for what they believe in hmm. none of that but a mob given a chance a mob gives them that comfort yeah convenience where they can do whatever they want and they don't have to bear any responsibility and i feel that this group of people is far worse because that's pent up this thing coming the, out the pent aggressive. up thing when it comes out they do unspeakable things yeah you know uh, we don't want to look inside their head oh no and there's enough examples in history i don't want to go into that but these guys when they come out don't start motivating people unnecessarily bogus yeah. that on the wrong stuff yeah yeah okay so, we are a peaceful podcast so it's a lack of accountability even if you look at it in virtual sphere right yeah. on the internet yeah it's I, the whole anonymity yeah i think that that is uh it speaks of i mean i know we've discussed this but this kind of points at multiple things mm. which uh the digital platform or the social media kind of gives unknowingly that power to the user yeah right where it very easily helps you mask your identity mm. and it very easily allows you to infiltrate anybody's personal space and start creating ruckus there yeah which is why i find virtual mobs to be a lot more dangerous because one the aggressor is safe yeah and he's untraceable or faceless nameless faceless, nameless so he's well protected yeah. the aggressor is well protected but the victim or whoever is being attacked they lose a lot of stuff yeah you know they lose mental peace they feel harassed they feel i mean they get judged by their own families and friends and you know the close ones uh this 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 domino effect that happens yeah which is why i find that it's it's worse than death right yeah like with death like i die in a crossfire of a mob my parents will cry my you know my family will cry and that's about it mm. like i have had the worst you know loss yeah. per se but in a case of a virtual virtual uh, mob crossfire mm. and i get caught in that mm. because of some random comment right or whatever whatever i might sometimes not even be participating in anything yeah and i'll just be a victim of it right and that i have to live with it yeah and that will dismantle my my social life yeah. in the real world and no one's waiting for due process no one's waiting no, for yeah, evidence or yeah, proof yeah. just slander is good enough yeah the, and and you're being judged immediately and the verdict is given out yep right and unfortunately the verdict that wins is always the one which is not in your favor yeah because i think innately we want somebody to be bad so that you know we can focus or divert our energies to the fact that like you said right like i want somebody to blame yeah my worst things on and also in a group dynamic the negativity is easier is always yeah is always easier to surface faster yeah. right 
so that's that's my reason of why virtual mob is a lot more dangerous and it i think there are examples of orchestrated attack yeah 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 right multiple yeah. of them which is so scary to even listen the the thing is even physical mobs are quite often orchestrated you know because i'm sure i'm sure yeah. see, virtual mob is basically mimicking your physical exactly. mob right yeah. but only the means are different if we were to just as a thought experiment if all the social media accounts had to have some personal identification Hmm. where no one can be anonymous hmm. nobody would pull any of this shit that they're doing online uh in the real world how we converse with each other and we just say hi hello okay bye we're not like i'll kill you you bastard you know it's like those complete strangers yeah nobody yeah. would be doing that because uh, hmm. accountability is there because yeah. everyone knows if i say something yeah. they know where to find me they know who i am yeah but the fact of the matter is we can't do that because that would be a dystopia as well you know because the reason why we have social media the reason why we have internet is also for privacy and anonymity you know I mean, yeah you exactly you go there to do such things uh, and not like you know harass or something but but you go there because you want to enjoy a little privacy no it's like you know you know if you learn how to split an atom hmm. you can make nuclear reactors and right. you can get energy for years and years right or you make a bomb and you completely decimate it's about decimate. how you use it correct so whenever you try to bring a new power into the world right hmm. it's always can be used for good it can be used for evil yeah they they always have the yin yang yeah the yin yang come in inbred with every new system the, i feel the conversation more has to be about how, how can we coach each other or spread awareness among each other as to how to deal with let's start with a virtual mob because physical mobs are near impossible hmm. virtual mobs you know like trolls don't react it's some most of the times it is as simple as that so it's like with the virtual mob right one aspect like you said when someone is trolling you the best thing you can do is of course not react. bother yeah not care about it especially if it is anonymous doubly don't care about it yeah. because you stand to lose more if you are not anonymous yourself <laughs> <laughs> and like if your account is tagged to your employer you're mentioning clearly oh i work here yeah. all that bullshit you're doing on social media then you should be even more careful so from the perspective of the individual there's a way to deal with this right but when there's a virtual mob that comes to you trying to dox you trying to tag your employer trying to get you to lose your account or lose your job then there have to be some consultancy groups or something like that which go around coaching companies you know how to deal with this because it's relatively new the one thing is companies tend to be very anti conflict you know it's like why should we have to deal with this nonsense when in reality it's always just a vocal minority it's not really it makes social media makes it look like oh, all these people are having issues with my company now my stocks are going to tank and all that no these people don't affect anything actually like the bottom line yeah. in real world So if I think companies are okay yeah complete the point if you had consultancy group or you know these kind of if these companies can be educated as to how this really works it's just a vocal minority if you don't respond or say anything then it goes away because attention spans are like nowadays yeah. it's like nothing you go because to you'll have somebody or something that is more exciting every second minute 
Yeah, nowadays our attention spans make goldfishes look like elephants. Yeah. In terms of their <laughs> their memory power. Yeah, in then yeah, in terms of the retention and all that. So you just let it be, it goes away or you can scrutinize further to see if the employee has said anything about the company. You know, if that is what is controversial. Now, if the employee has said something which is his personal opinion, has nothing to do with the organization. Yeah. and if other people are saying trying to do guilt by association moral like, policing yeah like how can this guy how can you hire this guy he said this how can he even have a job horrible thing and all that yeah the company should be boss that's nothing to do with us yeah it's not we are not associated with that right it's his personal life if he said something about the company then we come into the picture you know i think companies are already doing that no yeah i mean at least the companies the few companies that i have heard of where such cases have come out um but this was mostly done by internet it's not like a mob attack or anything mm. but somebody being highlighted for what he or she said on their personal accounts on on a different context mm. uh in the form of a comment or like a, you know passing mostly of a, in the form of comments mm. right to some other you know post or whatever the two cases that i know that these companies actually went deep just to understand what was the stand of the person mm. they had an actual conversation with that person mm. trying to understand his side, you know that person side of the story and they took a call that you know it's nothing to it's it's harmless basically so but yes i think majority of them can't do that and for the, re- the reason why i think it's not as easy as it said is because you need a lot of infrastructure and manpower to tackle these kind of things which is why i think companies just like it's easier to like give the pink slip i feel like a lot of it is just conflict avoidant it's just like you know why do we have to deal with this because it is a lot of investment and time consuming time consuming it seems that way because i think there is no proper um, framework or uh, outline as to how to immediately arrive at a decision see any company right big company if you can come up with an sop yeah that clearly gives removes subjectivity out of it yeah. to some extent then companies are very happy to operationalize it execute it some somebody has to start it that's what i'm saying yeah. so for example an sop for a pr guy mm. for a big company could look like if something a mob comes and says are you still going to keep hiring this guy are you still going to pay this guy when he said such despicable things about <laughs> yeah So the SOP would start off by saying and the despicable thing would be like I don't like red shirts something like that yeah <laughs> and so the PR guys SOP would just start saying like first of all what they said has it anything to do with the company at all yeah. or not yeah so yes or no if it is yes then okay it gets a little gray murky but if it is no that's one step one foot out of the thing for the company already hmm. this is nothing to do with us go fuck off yeah. who are you like our our job is to do this yeah they have to take away the weapon that they come in with yeah and the other thing is the guilt trip that they try to put everybody on some of the major companies you know like they are are coming up with social media guidelines yeah. for their employees yeah yeah but nowadays what it looks like in its current form is just very restrictive yeah it's basically about don't do this 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 just this. don't say shit yeah don't don't say this every morning don't react to this yeah. don't post this etc every morning you can say good morning yeah <laughs> <laughs> just and in the evening you can say good day good day that's it yeah. end your day like yeah i think 
the problem is the volatility on the virtual platform mm. you know um companies if if it's a big enterprise mm. imagine you trying to tap say 10000 employee company mm. and you're trying to tap the social you know, activity of 10000 employees right gets so very ridiculously tough the other problem is like like we mentioned in the beginning you go to the virtual platforms for your you know anonymity or your privacy blah 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 mm. now if companies start saying that hey you know what we want to know where all you are so that we can just keep like a eye on you mm. just in case mm. something happens we just know that what you've been doing then you lost that privacy yeah. like you lost that anonymity so yeah. that's that's like the the paradox of how companies can or that's where i see the huge problem of companies dealing with this so instead of doing all this labor mm. the easiest thing for them is to like cut out a pink slip if in case something of this happens exactly they work with the presumption that it will not happen yeah. and when it happens we'll do the worst case scenario like let that person go so i know i agree and some more of what these guidelines can look like is don't mention your employment anywhere on your profile if you don't if you want to maintain that separation from yeah. your company and your personal social media profile there are cases where they say create a different account create a different account yeah. whatever and the other thing is put a disclaimer saying views are mine only not yeah, associated be very explicit with, be very explicit say that on your bio yeah. and then you say whatever you want and you'll be free from our yeah. bullshit so but these things you know they're not really operationalized because they've not been made into an like an sop like a um, like a framework and any big company as you know they love their sops and their frameworks <laughs> so it just takes you know like you said someone to start it someone to crack it basically. someone to yeah. crack it but at least as a starting point it has to be clear like if people are complaining about someone to their op employer the employer has to just see if it has anything to do with the company in the first place or not if it has to something to do with them then okay they might step in and take a decision which is where i'm saying that it's not as easy said than done no there it gets subjective i know mm. but at least because majority of the times the tweets or whatever the facebook posts or whatever would not be about the company it would be about personal opinions yeah and that's what these people have basically all they care is these this mob all they care is we don't like something that you did we want you to hurt suffer we just want you to feel the pain yeah <laughs> and how can we deliver the pain this way this way this way this way yeah get you socially ostracized it is it is a new age uh it's a new way new way of attack like mm. you know it was cyber bullying previously and today it is like harassment almost and now it is actually costing lives of people yeah and it's going to social boycott which is yeah, which honestly the worst thing like i'll not give you any likes and i'm supposed to be like oh my god no it's like a social boycott is whatever your social circle is right they influence them and they pressurize them to cut ties with you yeah i mean and that's it you're isolated and that's yeah. one of the worst things you can do to a human being yes i think we spoke about this too yeah in one of our previous episodes yeah so related worst episodes would of, be <laughs> worst form of punishment is to just isolate them disown that person yeah there was even a recent unfortunate case in india you know where uh, some i think whatsapp group or it was a uh, some social media group of mm-hmm. young kids and they were 
sharing pictures of uh, girls in their school or college or something like that mm-hmm. you know and that got leaked out yeah and one guy was wrongfully accused mm. and obviously no one's going to wait for due process no one's going to wait for evidence yeah so all the public verdict giving and all was done this guy was uh, tarnished mm. he took his own life he is not even 20 he was like 16 17 something it can happen because that's i think that's the age where you are kind of establishing your social status or like your social worth yeah so if if at that age if it gets hurt then then you basically don't see a future and you're also a bit confused about your reality yeah, yeah. like your reality I mean, there is, is no reality in, right you're, it's in flux more yeah it's like you're living in a delusional optimism of everything is going to be fantastic when i grow up yeah you know no it's also things like not having again not getting the right measure of things which is if you fail your exam yeah you think it's the end of the world yeah and some people take their lives for that yeah When because that's how it's it's been portrayed to it them it feels like that to them yeah. right like this the there's baggage. nothing worse than this but it's not the reality and but the problem is there is you know there's a term called hyper reality mm-hmm. this is something adults suffer with now which is because of social media because of fake news because of you know um biased pockets of information mm. and offering their own perspectives mm. uh they don't allow any dissenting voices to come in right because of that what happens is there are multiple fragmented realities yeah yeah in such a way that people are just happy to have that virtual construct the delusional the delusional yeah. thing and they just go with that so yeah. social media if something happens to them you know if there's a mob or the troll they get trolled etc they take it so much to heart you know like they it affects them so much because that becomes such a big part of their reality when it's all virtual Yeah. You know, it's it's just like saying if I'm play, if I'm playing a video game, a Grand Theft Auto game, yeah, and if I die in the game, yeah. Now I feel like I've died in real life. That's <laughs> as ridiculous as that. Yeah. It's the same thing. The the simple solution again. I think the problem with the world is it doesn't laugh enough. That's true, yeah. I think we should learn how to laugh at things irrespective of how serious or elementary they are. And if if you can do that, then a lot of things will be sorted for you. and what killed it it was pc it was the whole pc movement yeah, that killed the laughter yeah yeah pc i i mean i don't know these terms but Political i i know for it, yeah i i mean like i know for sure that we became a lot more sensitive for unnecessary things yeah that was the basic groundwork yeah because once you do that then you can't laugh about too many things you can't make jokes about too many the, things i mean you know the shocking thing is the fact that you feel that you'll offend somebody by laughing Mm. at something is yeah. horrible to imagine yeah i mean whatever happened to laughing is contagious like laughter is the best medicine and all this crap yeah and you just don't get the sense it's a venting mechanism right yeah yeah like, that's how you dissipate your frustrations i was reading a stats the other day that the, the, uh, an average baby up till 2 two, two and a half years or some some number mm. laughs 40 times a day mm-hmm. okay you know an average adult mm. guess how many times he laughs a day four or seven times four to seven times a day okay which is like look at the drop yeah man i think comedians laugh even lesser than that <laughs> <laughs> yeah comedians are not even given a chance to laugh 
because they have to deliver they have laughs. to make people laugh they have to make people laugh yeah, yeah. and they, i i can only imagine that even if they're laughing inside their head yeah like do comedians even laugh inside their head i feel so bad comedians are a dying breed and uh, that's a bad omen for the world that's the red flag so let us get into the next episode where we talk about how do we save comedians <laughs> like that will be my that's where my mob will be coming for there's is a painful existence just kill them and be done with it <laughs> save save them the trouble and the misery give the pink slip damn it yeah the tiger came a father bitches oh the one thing that i forgot we forgot to mention which is the other thing the, the other unfortunate thing that we notice like people usually tend to have they tend to take some sort of security from law enforcement right like if something goes wrong or oh, we have the law enforcement how many situations in the recent past in india have we noticed where a mob goes berserk and the law enforcement is basically watching as if it's a movie and it's not just india you know anywhere anywhere the the riots in us it just comes out more in india because our law enforcement is insufficient for our population if i'm not wrong no that's one way of there's one thing that is true but also even when in there's a mob going a mob going wild in a small area right yeah and you can get more law enforcement there they still end up watching a movie for some reason and in the <laughs> i have an explanation but you may not like it in in the us also the writing that happened now us law enforcement is pretty well showed up yeah they just stood by and watched they just let it happen and south africa they not only let it happen they participated they participated <laughs> So there were some <laughs> cops uh-huh. you could see they came up came down in their vans uh-huh. they were in their uniform uh-huh. loading up tissue paper <laughs> jam bottles you know <laughs> it's Such like low along with low targets along with the population and this is what happens like if anyone listening has any sort of you know sense of security because of law enforcement in isolated no in isolated cases they might be useful but when when it's a mob no no the i i know why indian police kind of um, not really come on time that's because of the influence of the hindi movies where the police guy always 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 mm. just comes when the hero is can't is losing his willpower to kill the not kill the villain mm-hmm. that's when the police come like kanun ke apne haath mein mat lena thakur yeah yeah oh so while this guy was rampaging yeah. around and killing <laughs> yeah. everyone that's fine that's fine now when i'm killing him <laughs> that's when the police are like we have law okay yeah. you got to you got to follow the law yeah so that he gets a bail and he walks yeah. out <laughs> beautiful i was thinking maybe another reason what i do uh, uh, or a friend <laughs> a friend a good friend of mine does um, you know in the corporate world which is if <laughs> which is if uh, someone reaches out you know pings at orders mm. outside of uh, his office hours yeah then uh, they say hey are you there are you there and it's like mm-hmm. it's public knowledge that you know my office <clears throat> yeah. it's public knowledge <laughs> that you his know office. my good friends office hours are from one point one time to another time huh. so if you're reaching out messaging late in the night he would be busy he would be busy he may not respond he might ha- he has a life yeah so what i do is i tend to not respond obviously why are you responding to your friends jobs pings <laughs> no no oh oh exactly that's a that's a great point it's like 
Um, I think a friend doesn't respond. No, he's a very close friend of mine, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's almost uh, like a twin. It's almost like it's just me, but yeah. <laughs> my friend, you know, uh, who I grew my up My good friend. I grew up with him since childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the batteries are going down. Yeah, my friend basically, you know, he just waits uh for a while and sometimes even if they ping during office hours, yeah. you know, he just waits. He still waits. Because human tendency. And he has to practice waiting. Yeah, no, my friend is aware of human tendency. Uh-huh. You know? So, uh he just gives it like an hour or two. If it's within office hours, hour or two. Yeah. If it's outside office hours, hmm. 18 hours <laughs> later, you know, respond. Hey, I just saw you ping me. Uh did you need something? That's what he says. Yeah. Uh did, did you need something by the way? Hmm. It's like, "Oh, no, it's okay. You know, I reached out to someone else and uh, they helped me out." It's like, yeah. oh, "I'm ah. so glad to hear that." Yeah. Have a have a great day. We are happy to know your problem has been solved. Yeah. Why so, did you give this example once again? For the law enforcement, you know. Oh. Why do they <laughs> <laughs> Got it, got it. Yeah. Hey, you wait. called us. Yeah, we yeah, just the uh, wait for oh, we just came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wait for the hero to rise. Mm. I think that's how so law enforcement's untold job care mm. is to create more heroes within the public. That's so true. that you know say you know somebody drowning in the river mm. they just i think they just wait in a van from in, from a distance mm. and they're like is there anybody jumping to save him mm. and then the moment they jump these guys are like chalo let's go there and then like mm, you are a hero bro yeah you saved this man's life help us help you. help you to help us help us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh you're really on your own just be aware that they are unaware exactly you know that's such a crazy line um so in summation this is not something that there's a solution to yeah. but uh, awareness is half the battle one mm. and uh, just be aware that a virtual mob a physical mob whatever it is it's right around the corner no one is escaping this shit it is the 21st century way of life now and with that piece of good news piece of good news we would want to know if there is something that we didn't know about dealing with mobs have you ever been in a situation um, where you know a mob broke out have you ever been caught in the middle of that storm yeah right into us we really want to know like what went on and what was your experience like yeah at mindthegap@gmail.com that's where you can reach us and if you have any other suggestions as well you know of maybe addressing this problem let's start with the virtual thing because of physical thing is near impossible so at least you live in one of the worlds yeah i mean it's more likely that we get attacked by a virtual mob than a physical mob most of us yeah right so and beware of the phishing scams i don't know why i said that i just thought it was relevant for the virtual world you're just adding value that's what yeah. we do that's always yeah so brood as uh, as with every episode before we wind up what do we say five gap subscribe and share and share hmm okay you know you are not going anywhere without uh, you know following us on our socials instagram uh, at underscore @thigap twitter uh, at @thigap and uh, facebook @thigap it is or you why not write a uh, email to us mindthigap at uh, gmail.com Uh, for other people who only use uh, Apple, you can also give us a rating and leave a comment on our Thai Gap podcast. 
बिकॉज यू नो वॉट ऑल डॉक्टर से थाई गैप पॉडकास्ट सब्सक्राइब एंड शेयर